Hey, everyone. Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we're going to be answering a difficult question. We're going to be talking about why do people fall away from the faith? So when we say that, we're talking about the person that, you know, we were sitting under their instruction. We admired their faith. We saw them at church. Maybe we were in a community group with them, and then something happens, and it seems like all of a sudden they don't believe what they believed before. What What do you think is happening? Yeah, I think Scripture gives us a really simple, clear explanation, and that is that they did not actually have the Holy Spirit so whenever they had a conversion mm. experience, mm-hmm. what's really hard for a lot of Christians is that not all conversion experiences that we watch are actually real. So mm. when a when somebody truly trusts in Christ, there are a series of things that happen. Uh, you can't always see them, but in the spiritual realm, these things are very real. So number one, they are given the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is a seal. The Holy Spirit can never go away. You can't lose the Holy Spirit. It's permanent. Uh, number two, they are forgiven of all of their sins, past, present, and future. They are, number three, adopted as sons and daughters of God. So they are legally now transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Now you can't, you can't see all of that. Right. All we see in the physical side is confession of faith in Christ. But just because somebody confesses, Christ does not actually mean that it was a real conversion. And that that can be really disconcerting for people. It they're, is. It's like, apparent well, that's disconcerting. <laughs> and understandable. So yeah. we've baptized um, not not children, like little kids, but they're usually from six to 15 years old. And, and one of the questions that is understandable that a lot of people have when you baptize a, a kid is like, is that conversion real? Is that faith real? If they're 13, how do they know what they're going to believe when they're 30? Well, I mean, I have the same question for 30 year olds. How do I know what you're going to believe at 50, you know? And so you look for evidences of the Holy Spirit to affirm conversion because we kind of intuitively know just because somebody professes doesn't mean that they're going to stick to it. But if somebody's conversion is real, um, God will preserve them until the end. They may have faith struggles, but their faith, whether it's a mustard seed or a mountain, it's going to, it's going to endure. Mm. And so the very simple answer is the reason that people fall away from the faith is because their faith wasn't actually real in the first place. Mm. I want to make a caveat because there's a group of people who they fall away in behavior, but not profession. So uh, there are, it's a very common story that somebody like they trusted in Christ and they had a season, maybe it's high school or college where they kind of just rebelled and, uh, and then, you know, kind of, they just, something happened. They got their head back on straight and they just came back. You know, they never denied it. Like if you had asked them anytime, do you believe that Jesus is God? He died on the cross for your sins, was raised from the dead. Do you love him? In fact, Mm -hmm. um, most people, even like in a season of rebellion will say, yeah, I love him. And they kind of have this shame because of their disobedience that they've built up. and Their life choices are not yeah. aligning with those beliefs, but their life, you know. Yes, totally. That belief is still there. I wouldn't totally, I would not call that falling away from the faith. Okay. Although that could be a falling away It from could the be the end to that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, so I'm, I am really slow to look at somebody and say, you're not a real Christian. Like I'm very slow to do that because yeah. I, I don't want to falsely condemn somebody. I'm happy to warn somebody, mm. uh, hey, this isn't fruit or evidence of the Holy Spirit. Because again, if your conversion was real, 
you 100% for the rest of your life will have the Holy Spirit. Right. And the Holy Spirit, there are evidences of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. But the Bible also says as Christians, we can quench the Holy Spirit. It doesn't even put a, a timeline to that. So hmm. is it possible I can go to college and I can quench him for four years? And hmm. and then maybe in my senior year, the Holy Spirit's like, I'm done being quenched. Hmm. I'm going to hmm. I'm gonna blow this whole thing up and make yeah. your life miserable and draw you back to, to hmm. Jesus. Yep. Possibly. So again, I see all that to say so the answer actually is simple. There's a follow-up answer. In fact, we did a sermon Q&A with Pastor Alex on this one. And uh, it was actually really helpful to hear him process this. And what we had talked about in this episode was um, how do I, what are some of the wrong reasons that someone comes to Christ or how do I know it's a false conversion? And we we broke down false conversions to one simple thing. You came to Christ for the wrong reasons. Mm. And the wrong reasons almost always come down to two categories. Number one is fear. You're afraid of hell. You're something of the sorts. Um, you're afraid of letting somebody down. You're afraid of, you know what I mean? Like, I want my parents to like me. I want my dad to mm. like me. I want my friends to like me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. And, and the other poor motivation is you come to Jesus to get something other than salvation and him. You, maybe you think he's going to make you rich. Mm-hmm. So you come to him. You have like a genie kind of like approach to him. Right. And what we broke down in that episode was that one of the main evidences of a true conversion is that they come to Christ out of brokenness for their sin and love for God. Mm. And that there is a an, an evidence of gratitude that what God has done for them. Yeah. And uh, that that is a very different motivator. If you're coming to God, if you're coming to faith in Christ because you're afraid or because you want to get a cookie, you know, metaphorically speaking. Because <laughs> it's going to benefit you somehow. Right. Yeah. If you come to Jesus, your life's going to get better. Well, read Jesus. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't say that, you know, like um, <laughs> like he, he is wonderful and I, I would never take it back. But I, in this world, to be a Christian is not always like, yeah, you know. On the outside, um, it's not always going to look pretty. Correct, you know. Mm-hmm. So I that I think at the end of the day, you don't have the Holy Spirit. That's why you fall away from the faith. And why are there false conversions? Because people do come to Jesus, but they come with the wrong motivations. And when Jesus doesn't make you rich, you fall away. You you don't live for him. If if maybe the person that you were trying to please, right, maybe they're out of your life. Well, you're like, well, I have no reason to be a Christian anymore because mm-hmm. I don't need to please that person. Yeah. And so that kind of faith doesn't endure. But faith that is rooted in um, con- like confession and repentance of sin mm-hmm. and uh, conviction of that and love for God for what he's done for you to deal with that. That at its core is a really good, really good evidence. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Last thing I'll say on this is Jesus actually, we, uh, he actually prepared us for this. Yeah. And so in Matthew 13, verse one to nine, it's the parable of the sower. We talked about this in the last episode. And um, he talks about the gospel as a seed. You throw the seed, you're a planter, you're, you're a farmer. And, and some of it you throw along and the birds come along and they, they eat it up. And then the next one, it falls on rocky ground, right? This is like a soil, this is a heart that's not really kind of totally ready for it. And and maybe they're interested for a moment, but not really, their motivations aren't right. And mm-hmm. so maybe something springs up, but it's it's dead, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the one that tricks people the most is the thorny ground because it actually starts to grow. Um, and it looks like it's real, but then the thorns come out. And what the thorns do is they expose the wrong motivations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have the, they don't have stick to itness, the ability to endure. And then lastly, and this this seems to be the, the ones that stick, they actually grow and they bear fruit. And, and it's a really special thing to see. But the problem is um, the last three, the first ones, they just fall and they get eaten. But the last three, they all start growing. And then one falls 
then the other falls, and then the mm-hmm. last one sticks it out. And that's where you kind of got to watch. Um, but it's unfortunate. It's like really, it's really sad when somebody you love. Yep. These are all possibilities when you go out with the gospel. And mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to know, you know, you have to persevere because you really don't know yep. where the seed is going to fall, if it's going to stick or not. Yep. yep. So, yep. And when you share the gospel, it's it can be heart-wrenching when somebody is like interested and they'll open up a dialogue and you're mm-hmm. like, maybe it is fertile soil, but it's actually rocky ground and then they're done. Yep. Or you're like, no, they trusted in Christ. That's the third category. They actually started to grow. And you're really excited for them. In fact, maybe maybe they were about to get baptized or they they did get baptized. And then all of a sudden, like that girl comes back into their life or that guy comes back into their life or the party scene pulls comes them right back, back and pulls them yeah. right back. And before you know it, they're like, yeah, that I actually wasn't all in. You yeah. know? Um, and that's hard. But the worst is a spiritual leader who's been, who's been walking with the Lord for a long time, who had influence over you. Um, it makes you just wonder at that point, like, is anything real? Because it kind of just shatters your your whole perspective on things. But, yep. um, but the Lord warned us about that as well. You know, th- like there are there are people who are going to look like they were with us, but they really actually deep down in their heart weren't. Yep. And uh, time exposes everything and everybody. And when somebody falls away, it is hurtful. It is sad. Uh, but it does not shake our faith. Um, because we were already prepared for this and we already knew this was going to happen. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks for providing Mm -hmm. some clarity to that hard issue. Next time we're going to be discussing a very difficult question, and that is, does child sacrifice still happen today? 